Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. If you are new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today is probably going to be a hodgepodge of a lot of different things that I'm going to talk about because I have a lot of different things going on in my life and I just felt the need to talk about it. So first of all, I want to sincerely apologize. I did not do a Facebook Live this week, and I had scheduled a message to go out and say that the Facebook Live was going to be rescheduled to Thursday this week, and the message failed. And again, I know it's the universe working in divine ways because it ended up that Thursday would not have been a good evening, and I'll explain why in a minute. So I ended up not doing a Facebook Live this week. Uh, I postponed it from Monday because I had a relative come into town unexpectedly and I felt like I needed to go spend time with her because it's a cousin I have not seen in over four years and her mom was my dad's sister and her mom has passed away and her dad's passed away and so I felt like I really needed to go and spend time with her. So I was glad I did that but I was going to postpone the live until Thursday And then Thursday, I ended up taking my mom to her oncology appointment. And so that has been such a uh, a roller coaster uh, because many of you know, I talked about the fact that they were supposed to do surgery on my mom because they found another little spot where she had it before she had cancer in her pancreas and it was in the head of the pancreas. And where it was before is gone now. However, it has spread. And so they saw a little spot in the tail. They were going to do surgery. Uh, It was a couple of weeks ago. They were going to do surgery and just remove it. And then they were going to be done with it. They said it should be good. And the surgeon went in to do the surgery and he found it other places. So he didn't even do the surgery. He just sewed her back up and then she went home and we've waited for two weeks now to figure out what was going on. Today was her appointment. Um, and this will be Thursday as you're listening. It was her appointment with the oncologist and they basically just said they didn't really have good news that they wanted to do chemo, which she is so adamant she doesn't want to do because it's hard on her body, but that's really the only choice we have right now is to do chemo and they said that the the cancer is in the lining of her stomach it's in the well it's in the abdominal cavity and the problem with that is it's just free floating so they can't attack it with, with radiation and because it's free floating it can go anywhere so they said that they would have to do chemo and that essentially the message that they gave us was that she would be doing this for the rest of her life, that they would not be able to cure it. So that was a big hit, right, to all of us. But we still have a lot of hope because I've been talking to people and doing my own research on other forms of medicine. And I have been, of course, reading the book Cancer Outside the Box. And I've talked to a few people who had stage four cancer and they healed it. When the doctor said, get your affairs in order, you have two months. And now this person's been in remission for years. So we're talking to those people and we're taking a different route with treatment. But that's been a lot that's been going on. So I just kind of wanted to let you know what's been going on in my life because I didn't want you to think, 
oh, I'm just, I don't want to do the lives and oh, I'm lazy or this or that. It's not about that at all. It, there's just been a lot going on in my life. And so I really appreciate your patience. I am hoping to be back with my lives next week and hoping that things kind of get back to normal because we're, we have a plan of attack now and we know what we're doing. And so we're, we're getting on it. And I, I'm very hopeful about everything that's going on. And I truly appreciate each and every one of your prayers. I really, really, truly do. So that leads me then to the other thing I wanted to talk to you about. Yesterday, I read an Instagram comment on one of my posts, and I was so disheartened and saddened by it. And as you know, I had Becca Powers on on Wednesday to talk about unleashing your inner CEO. And I, I thought she brought a lot of really useful information to the conversation. I thought it was a great conversation. But someone decided that they didn't like the conversation because she used the word right too much. And they felt that she didn't speak like a CEO And so they pointed out all of the ways where she should get a grammar coach because she doesn't speak like a CEO. And I was so disheartened when I read that. Number one, because anyone who is a listener of my podcast, if they would feel so emboldened to bully a guest on my podcast, that was really disheartening. And I was embarrassed that someone would do that because she gave up her time to be a guest on our show And for someone to just single her out and tell her that she didn't sound like a CEO and that she needed to take speaking classes. And of course, it was someone that had no profile picture and was following a bunch of people but had like 11 followers and had no posts. So to me, I don't really think it was a real follower of my podcast. I think it was just someone who was a bully. And I have enemies. I have people who don't like me who will just make up fake profiles and will go on and say horrible things. I've had it happen before. And the thing is, like, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. If you want to do that to me, I feel sorry for you if you need to do that. Whatever, it's going to happen. But to do that to a guest of mine and then just say, oh, I'm a listener of your show. I don't think it was a listener of my show because I don't think any of you have mean bones in your body. I think all of my listeners are amazing people. And from the ones especially that I've talked to who've reached out to me, you are so amazing and fantastic and loving and supportive. And I know that you would never do anything like that. So I don't really think it was someone who was a listener of my show. It could have been someone who just listened to one episode, or it could be somebody who knows her, or again, it could be somebody who knows me and just doesn't like me and doesn't necessarily follow my show. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I was embarrassed for whoever it was who commented because it was rude. It was bullying. If you have a comment to make like that, make it privately. You know, we like feedback. I'm all for feedback. If you want to tell me there are things I can do better, sure, absolutely. But do it privately. Reach out to me. I am more than willing to take any kind of criticism and make myself better or make the show better. I'm for it. I love it. I will absolutely do it and I don't mind. But when you publicly post things like that, I mean, that people take a hit 
when you post something like that because someone else might read it and go, well, I don't want to listen to that podcast without ever giving it a chance because of one thing somebody wrote. And it was one episode. And I've talked again about how I had someone do that to me before, but I reached out to that person and that person was like, I was being too harsh. You know, you really have to take into account what you're saying to people because think about it. Would you want someone to say it to you? That's what I always think. Would I want someone to treat me that way? And if not, then I'm certainly not going to treat someone else that way. And it's really hard to take what someone says when it's in writing because you don't know someone's tone. And maybe this person was just trying to be helpful, but it didn't seem that way. It seemed very sarcastic and mean, just very mean. And I was so embarrassed. And Becca was such a professional and so nice She just said, thank you for the feedback. And then she reached out to me privately and said, I sent her a free book and thanked her for the feedback. And it's like, wow, you're a bigger person than I am because I would not have done any of that because I would have thought, you know, if you don't like my podcast, okay, oh, well, like just move on. It's fine. If you're going to be mean, you're probably not someone who really was a listener of my podcast anyway, because I preach to you all the time to be kind. Be kind. Spread kindness. Not mean, negative reviews. Like, don't do that stuff. That's just not even called for. If you don't like something, just move on. The only time I think negative reviews are warranted is if it might harm someone if they buy a product, like maybe they'll get ripped off or maybe the product will have dangerous side effects. Those kinds of things, of course, then leave that. Leave that review because you're helping people. But to leave a review just, I don't like something, just move on, just move on. You don't have to be mean or cruel. And like I said, I told Becca, I said, I don't really care because if that person was a follower of my podcast, they would know that I am not okay with bullying other people and that's not cool. So they can just move on if they don't like my podcast. But I don't think that that was really what it was about because I said, I know my podcast listeners, they're not like that. They're not cruel. They're just like the sweetest, kindest, most awesome people. There's no way they would have done that. And the fact that this person had no profile picture And again, there's that whole social media thing where people feel safe with the anonymity of having a profile. She didn't have, I assumed she, it doesn't have to be a she, it could have been a he, but this person had no profile picture. The name was totally random that wouldn't tell you who this person was. So people feel emboldened by that. They feel like, because you don't know who I really am, I can say whatever I want and there's no consequence. But I'm here to tell you, there are consequences. You put karma out there when you do that. So don't do that to people. And I just wanted to say that because I felt so sorry for my guest. And I have to say, some people might be better professional speakers than others. But if you have never spoken on a podcast before, then you have no idea how nerve-wracking it can be. It's not simply getting into a microphone and speaking. A lot of people get really freaked out by it because they know there's going to be a lot of people who hear them. 
And even though you're not in front of a live audience, still, if you have a fear of public speaking, that can get into your head. Or for some people, they just get so into the conversation and they love it so much that their vernacular, the words they use all of the time, if it's really or like, it will creep into the conversation. You really have to get used to speaking publicly and not using those things in order for you to sound professional. And it's not easy. And there are times when I know I mess up or I trip over a word or whatever. I'm a human being and I will do that. And I don't apologize for that. It's just the way it is. And luckily, most people are very forgiving of that. But, you know, we all have our own tastes. If you don't like hearing someone repeat a word, that's fine. Move on. You know, there's no reason to be mean or anything like that. Just move on. So anyway, I don't even know what I really wanted to get on here and talk about today. I have had such a crazy day that I realized I didn't do a podcast and I didn't want to create a rerun And I just kind of wanted to talk to you. And one of the things I really want to talk to you about right now is honoring yourself and everything you're going through, because this has been a tough day for me. It really has. At one point, my mom turned to me and said, well, I just need to call the funeral home and get everything in order. And that sucks to hear that come from her mouth. But I get it. I get where she's coming from. And we had a big, long conversation about how her mindset is everything. And as much as she wants to give up because she's hearing the doctors say, there's not really anything we can do. And what they're saying is, we can always contain this for you, but we can't cure it for you. And I told her, look, I have the utmost respect for physicians and they have to go through a lot of training, but physicians are trained to use chemo and radiation and those kinds of therapies. And they're not trained to look at the whole body and use nutrition and to use natural things that cure. We haven't even gone down this road yet. You need to give this a try too. And I think we had her convinced by the end to yes, give it a try and to do all of these things. But that's why I wanted to share with you, honor yourself and what you're truly feeling. Don't try to suppress it. Don't try to just go on with your life like nothing's happening and nothing's wrong or trying to be strong because that sucks so much to swallow your feelings and to pretend like everything's okay when it's not okay. And it's okay sometimes for things to not be okay and to not have the answers. It's okay. We don't always have to have the answers all of the time. And I don't have the answers right now. I don't have all of them. I have some guidance as to where I want to go next and what I want to do to help my mom next. But I don't have all of the answers. I can't tell you in a year from now where we're going to be. And that's scary sometimes. It's scary to not know what's going to happen. It's scary to not know where you're going to be in a year. But I also trust. I have faith that the universe is always working behind the scenes on my behalf to bring me what's for my highest good. And I have been asking so much lately, like just 
put us in touch with the right people who can help her. And just today, two people showed up who said, I had stage four cancer and I got rid of it, but chemo couldn't. Here's how I did it. So people have showed up for us today who are willing to tell us what they did and how they were able to cure themselves. So I will never, ever give up hope. Even when the medical profession tells you there's no hope, that's not the final say. When we have the universe behind us and when we trust and put our faith, things can work out. But also be kind with yourself and the process because this is really tough. And if you're going through something in your life that's tough, acknowledge that it's tough and give yourself some grace and allow yourself to feel what you need to feel and to get through it. No one expects you to be okay all of the time. And you know what? With what we're going through with the pandemic, you're not going to be okay all the time. We're all suffering a little bit because we're dealing with things we've never had to deal with before. And some people are dealing with even more difficult things on top of that already. And I can honestly tell you with everything I've had to deal with the past two years, if I didn't have such a strong faith in God and the universe, and knowing that everything was going to work out, I wouldn't be here. I would have given up, quit, buried my head in the sand, just said I'm done a long time ago. And there are times when I think to myself, I just want to quit. Like, I don't want to do any of this anymore. I just want to lay in bed and I don't want to get out of bed. And I don't want to face the world. And I cannot do that. I have to pull myself together. And I need to go through the process. What is this about? What am I supposed to be learning? How can I make this better? What can I do to feel better? How can I use this to make me stronger and a better person? It's that getting very curious about how I can somehow make lemonade out of lemons. And I know that's so cliche and we've used that expression forever, but it's true. You're not going to have rainbows and sunshine every single day. Life is going to throw you curveballs. You're going to face challenges. Everyone will. That's a part of life. It's what you do with those challenges that really determines how we end up. We can choose to ignore it, push it down, and then it's still going to come out anyway. Like I said in my book, if you read my book, Beautifully Broken, at a drag show, when you're just out having drinks and all of a sudden it all comes pouring out because you've stuffed it down so long. Or you're going to end up with an illness because you're not dealing with it and it's going to bite you in the butt by coming back as some form of an illness because I truly believe that when you don't deal with your emotions, it manifests in other ways. Or you're just going to feel stuck because you just feel like you're the victim and you don't do anything to help yourself. It would be easy to just say this isn't fair and to question God and be angry and be mad. It would be absolutely easy to do that. 
And sometimes I want to do that. But then I have to think to myself, this is happening for a reason. What is it teaching us? And there's so much we're learning out of this. For one thing, we are learning to appreciate our family so much more. And that's a priceless gift. It really is. We have become so much closer. And it's teaching us never to take life for granted. It's another valuable lesson. So what are things teaching you? Try to look at it from that perspective. And just have grace and compassion for yourself. When you go through tough times, it's not easy. It is not easy at all. So have some compassion for yourself and know that it's a process. I just had the good fortune of being a guest on Lori Latimer's show. She has a podcast, Grief with Grace, and she talks all about loss and how to get through it and how it's a process. And we had such an amazing conversation and I can't wait until that episode comes out so that I can share it with you all because we really had an amazing conversation and a lot of the things we talked about really came back to me today when I was going through all of this and just watching my mom lose it and it's so hard when the person that you've always seen as being strong loses it you want to also lose it like okay well if she can't get through this who can but it's taught me so much And now I'm the one having to be strong for her and to show her that it's okay to lose it. It's okay to feel sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be this. It's okay to be that. But don't stay in that place. We've got to fight. We've got to keep fighting. We've got to get to a place where we understand that it's we can get through this. There's hope. There's still hope. We still believe that God and the universe and the angels are all surrounding us and we're going to get through this. So wherever you are in your life, and I'm sorry if this episode is a little bit of a downer, but I just felt like I had to be honest and say what was going on in my life and also know that if you're going through something too, my heart is with you. I understand how difficult it can be, but you're not alone. And there's still hope. Hope is in the eye of the beholder. If you believe and you still hold out hope, there's some power in that. Do your own research. You know, don't, again, I respect doctors. I have so much respect for them. But if they tell you there's nothing to do, make your own way. Create your own path. Do your own research and figure out There's somebody who went before you who had the same path. What did they do? How can you learn from what they did? And I truly believe that we are on a path of finding out how there are alternative ways to treat this thing. And I'm really a firm believer that the universe is always working for me behind the scenes. And the universe has been lining us up with people who have been so inspirational. And I'm so incredibly thankful for that. And I'm so incredibly thankful for all of the listeners who have reached out 
and said that they're saying prayers or asked what they could do or even like for Ginger who sent a beautiful little bear I got a package that said someone loves you and that was that meant more than you'll ever know and came at the perfect time and I'm just so thankful for each and every one of you and for everyone who checks on us so thankful and know that I am sending out so much love and light to all of you and if at any time you ever need a prayer request a positive word anything don't hesitate to reach out do not hesitate to reach out I have listeners who reach out all the time just, you know, wanting to say hi or just, you know, they need a word of encouragement. I'm here. I'm here for you. And I want to thank you so much for always supporting me and my mission. And I really appreciate each and every one of you. And that's why when that review came in, I was like, that's not one of my listeners because my people are too amazing for that. There's no way. So I just want to say thank you for being so super supportive. You have absolutely no idea how much that means to me. And I really, really do appreciate each and every one of you. And so it's going to get better, and I know it is. I've got some amazing guests lined up in the next couple of weeks that I'm super excited about. So I can't wait for all of the new amazing episodes to drop And I can't wait for you to hear them. And until then, I am really sending so much love to everyone out there. Know that if you're going through anything, it's going to be okay. Things are going to get better. Continue to lean on and trust the universe. Talk to the universe every day about all of your needs. And then put your trust in the universe. All right, guys, well, I wanted to pull a couple of cards for you today, and the cards I pulled are from the Goddess Guidance Oracle deck. The first one is High Priestess. It's Dana. It says, you have divine knowledge that can help others through your spiritual teaching. There are some of you out there who are supposed to be spiritual teachers, whether you know it or not. So if you felt that calling, here's your sign. What can you do to share the knowledge that you have with others? And for some of you, it's having a platform whether it's on social media or your own podcast. And for some of you, it's just being a witness to those you speak to every day about everything you know about spirituality. So continue to do the awesome work. And the second card is Esalt, and it's undying love. The love you have shared is eternal, regardless of the situation. So to me, this card is all about realizing that if something in your life or relationship has gone sour or bad, knowing that there was true love there. Everything is really about love. So try to look at it from a place of love and not a place of fear. All right, guys, thank you so much for being here with me today. If you like this podcast and you want to listen to it five days a week, you can join me over on Patreon. Not only do my Patreons get two exclusive episodes a week that are not available to the general public, but you also get video of my interviews with other podcast guests. And for my all-inclusive tier, you get readings, card readings, guided meditations, and more. So please join me on Patreon. I'd love to have you. 
Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 630 Central where I do a free card reading. But pay attention to my Facebook page because that is where I will post when I'm going live. Some weeks when things come up, I do have to change the live schedule. If you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer and you can book a free discovery call with me or just reach out to me. I love talking to my listeners and we can absolutely have a conversation about what I can do to best serve you. And as always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And you sharing my podcast with others is probably one of the most amazing compliments you can ever pay me. I want to thank you guys so much for being here with me today. As always, I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.